to the disastrous opening of my favorite people. And thank God I'm on with my favorite people because that way um, everybody can just laugh at me and, and I don't have the pressure of not having like all family, especially when you have a guest that is as wonderful as Karen Gravis, who's been like a big sister to me in comedy and one of the truest people. Look, look how fabulous she looks. She, she looks fabulous. I'm here sweating. I'm shining. I'm shining. And I wasn't trying to shine. And um, I'm just so grateful you're on. Carrie, I want you to meet everybody. You know Masavia. Uh, this is Heather McConnell. She's, she's uh, the uh, producer I made my film with. And she's a tap dancer uh. and fabulous and a writer. Um, then that's Pamela Greer. Uh, Pamela Greer. Pamela, Pamela Greer. Green. We were just talking about <laughs> Pamela Greer. Pam Greer. We just, we just had a Pam Greer conversation. Pam Green, and she is one of my uh, comedian buddies from the old Uptown Comedy Club days. Above her is Felicia Chappelle, who is an actress, writer, fabulous. Hi, how are you doing? Author. And up on the top is, is, is Mike George, who's a producer. Hello. Yes, and comedian. Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you? How are you surviving the pandemic? You know, we're surviving the pandemic, but uh, I, I got no work. I can't. Mm. I mean, what are we going to do here? There's yeah. no comedy anywhere. <laughs> no outdoor comedy anywhere? Like, uh... no, we had outdoor comedy at first. And then Cuomo decides, you know what? People shouldn't be happy at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Clubs, no comedy, no karaoke. It's so funny. Yeah. It's how no is the gyms. Time? What is that behind you? A giant owl behind you? Today is frozen. Oh, <laughs> no. Now we're frozen. Okay. No, we're not. Uh, what happened? Yes. Yep. Yeah, we are. Carrie's. We're here. frozen. Well, I know we're all frozen. I can't no, get over frozen. Just go to I wonder if she knows she's Carrie frozen. Disappeared. <laughs> Carrie disappeared. She disappeared. I said, what's up with the she owl? She might not maybe, know she's maybe, frozen. Was that an owl behind her? I love her? Zoom. I thought there was yeah. an owl behind her. And I think the owl yeah, got it was. Her. I lost you. It's like the owl she's just got coming back. Either that there or There you are. Cuomo yes. cut off uh, your internet. <laughs> are you there? Can you talk, Carrie? What a jerk. No, so here's, the thing. here's the thing, here's the thing. You can't have any kind of fun in New York. You just can't anymore. It's not, you know. I agree. You can't make people laugh. Like, you could go to the gym and sweat all over each other. You could sweat on each other in the gym. The gyms are that make sense? So you're not allowed to even do out, outdoor anymore? You can't do an outdoor show, safe distance, nothing? No. no. You can't be step miles away from other jokes. You can't do that either. Okay, so right, not even the binoculars, the uh, no, no. anything. It's like that's crazy. I wonder why not. Like, what's the harm in that? They don't trust people to be safe. Maybe. I, I have no idea. But you know, you remember the movie? Um, what was that dance movie? Uh, Dirty Dance. Where they couldn't dance in the town. Dirty Dan. Oh, Footloose. Footloose. I was just thinking about that. They weren't allowed to do kind of dancing in that town. It was not good. It was it was evil to do. Is this the Long Island internet? Are you getting the hurricanes? Is that what's going on? Because my manager sounds like he's calling from under a desk. I can't hear him either. 
<laughs> write, write your answers. Write your answers, Carrie, because we can't hear you. <laughs> you can't hear me now? Now I can. Now I can. Yes. Now we can. We, uh, we had a, a tornado earlier today, took my uh, umbrella from my table out. But other than that, we're okay. You had a, you really you had a, for real had a tornado today on Long Island? Well, you know, <laughs> everyone's got a better background than me. Oh, who's well, got a better I don't know. I, my history's pretty rough. There was a lot of drinking, some drug addiction. Eh, it wasn't so great. It wasn't so great. I had a lot of drinking in my background. <laughs> it, was, it was fun at the time, right? <laughs> Why didn't we all meet up at the time? It would have been fun. Whenever I drink, I make out with everybody. It doesn't matter, guy, girl. Harry, you missed me. I never had a chance. I was waiting for the makeouts. All the cops were. Oh, this what is hilarious. You don't remember. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. The Mom, internet is very slow. Okay. Like is by the way, is having a terrible internet connection right now. I will tell you, Zoom is having a lot of problems. They said they fixed it, but there's Zoom problems with Zoom. We've never had Zoom this problems. Never, like, no, no, this, the, Zoom, Zoom, the company was having problems, not us. Zoom itself. Right? What did they, just yes. they fired the guy. They fired they fire. the guy to handle all the wire. Are you serious? And he yeah, they had a wire. Pulled the plug on well, everything when Carrie's about to show up and talk. They pulled right. the plug and we're all he screwed. Pulled the Trump. He pulled the Somebody Trump. got cussed out really bad. <laughs> Somebody got cussed out and lost their job, like really, yes. really bad over yes. this space that we're trying to enjoy right now. Zoom. There's a groveling Yellow. individual who is no longer employed because of this very issue. Now they're yeah, saying, saying <laughs> you guys are, Carrie, are you frozen or are you, are you just not no, talking? I'm not talking because I don't want to. Oh, this is hilarious. Because you don't want to what? I don't want to step over anybody talking. <laughs> just what step on them. Oh, it's okay. Everybody, everybody, do a step you are, everybody, everybody shut up. Let Carrie <laughs> talk. She's the guest. She's our first and she's freezing. So we got to, we got to get every word here. Go, Carrie. <laughs> I'm not right. so funny. Mo, you don't yes. remember the night that I got drunk at the Comedy Cellar and I made out with everyone? Except me. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> oh, I made out with you too. <laughs> you don't you remember. remember I you don't, don't remember. remember. Wait, I yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, that yes. one time I made yes. out with you, Keith Robbins, everybody you oh. know. <laughs> I know. I'm so you responded that way. We're like, if you're gonna go to the line of makeouts, I thought you were gonna go to Greer or somebody. She went to she went to Keith. No, well, I don't think I don't think Greer I don't think Greer was there that night. But I remember. <laughs> I you why I remember uh, Robinson because his tongue. Oh my God. Wow. I was like, oh, kissing. Wow, he got right in there. Whoa. Anyway, um, I went to kiss Jordan. What was his name? Remember the kid Jordan? What, what, Jordan was Rock. Jo Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin. He was like, right. he was like, get away from me. 
A tell? The yeah. top ever on the makeout list. That's impressive. Were you sober? No, I was wasted drunk. I, 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 <laughs> I'm I was joking. Right, that's why I don't drink anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that night or that night? Well, there's a lot of other nights, but that night in particular with the comedians, because I had a rule, no dating comics. And you followed that rule too. Out with yeah. Them. I, I, yeah, you did. You, yeah, you, you really followed that rule. Were you sure it wasn't just Keith Robinson who, <laughs> who just stirred that opinion? And you were like, oh, after the Keith Robinson incident, I'm just going to have to cut them all off. I did date one comic, but he really wasn't a comic. He was kind of like a poet, and then he was trying to do comedy. And I'll never forget it. Keith Robinson goes to me, when he comes over to bang you, does he have to bring two people? <laughs> I got a good Keith Robinson one. Keith Robinson was showing up too much at my house, so so um, me and Keith actually uh, Wanda started punking him every time. Every time we get there, Wanda would just punk him, and so we, I felt really bad for him because um, he was never getting a makeout session. So uh, basi basically, we we came up with this story that um, that I was pregnant and we didn't know what to do. So he told Wanda. And Wanda was so concerned. She was like, I was so worried. We staged this whole fight and everything. And Wanda was like, you got to do the right thing. And Wanda called me to check on me. She's like, Maya's so worried about her career. She's not even thinking about you. So she calls up. She's like, Wanda's like, oh, are you, are you, are you excited to go about going to Aspen? And I'm playing all like the depressing Mary J. Blige in the background because I knew she was calling. <laughs> <laughs> then she was like, oh, no, Keith, you're right. She doesn't know what you're going to do. All I had to do was say was, so you think Keith's gonna get another deal? <laughs> so she, she went in this panic. And then Keith calls me up like about three days later. He was like, hey, we gotta stop the, the uh, lie. And I said, why? She was, she went to church for us. Wanda went to church <laughs> and started praying for us. So I had to tell her the truth. I can't. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Practical jokers. Let me tell anybody who's tuning in if you can hear us, because I know we're all uh, stutter stepping and trying to get this technology to work. But, um, you know, uh, Pam knows me from like the Uptown Comedy Club days and, and, and we really worked like a really a fearless, fearless, uh, you had to snap, you had to be able to put people in check uh, to work Uptown 125th and 5th Avenue. But when I went down to Boston, uh, Carrie was the only female comedian that um, not only was really consistently like the staple, but she destroyed every single male comic toe to toe could match and destroy the room. And then she was like gorgeous. So by the time from looking gorgeous, her hair was always right, her lipstick was on point. And then she'd go on there and just eat the room for breakfast. It was, it was insane. So for many, many years, I always wanted to be like Carrie Carabas. Really? <laughs> and yeah, for, she for, talks about you a lot. Yeah. And now I suck all the time on Oh, stage. God. <laughs> you can't leave the house. <laughs> like, Harry, I, I originally had you booked for Patrice's Roast when I was doing Patrice's Roast. I had you on the dais. But you, I, I think did you were, the roast. I did the roast. Yeah, I think you, I, but uh, you sent Lynn Coplets in place because you were in, you were away. I was in Vegas yes, doing right. uh, the Tropicana. But when I did Patrice's Roast, I wrote all the jokes and I and, and she Cop did it for you. 
was new on the scene and, and she was scared. I was like, Desson, don't let these people harass you. You're gonna beat me. She put her <laughs> hair up, remember she put her hair up in the yeah, ponytail? Yes, she did you, yes. She did my hair. And um, I'll never forget that, Rose, because it was, she delivered it. She did. Perfect. She did carry Caravis like perfectly. It was, it was so funny. I remember I had a picture of Shirley Hemphill and I and she go that one of the jokes was I found an early headshot of Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Shirley Hemphill. It was and she lady. took the picture up. Yes. And it was like, oh, here's Patrice's earlier headshot. And it was that's, so that's funny. intense to, to be able to ro roast Patrice because Patrice was always known to be the the uh, like there's a few people you didn't want to run into. When you um, when you weren't on point, he was the best. Yeah, yeah. I loved him, man. He you couldn't. He was so so vicious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it. One night, Lynn Kaplitz comes out of the cellar. I'm hanging out in front, right? Um, and she's hysterical, crying. And I go, "What? What happened?" She goes, <laughs> "I go, what happened?" And she goes, "The trees." I go, no, 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 no. There's no fucking crying here. Can I curse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no crying at the comedy cellar. I don't care what about crying. There's no crying. Either you, you're in or you're out. I go, there's no crying, though. You can't cry. I wow. remember. I remember. Oh, yeah, he was vicious, but I remember it was funny. I always felt, I remember when him and uh, Burr came down to the Boston from, they drove down from Boston to the Boston Comedy Club in the village and they, and, and they were just trying to get on and they were being real. I remember them being real nice. I remember when, 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 when Burr first did his first black room, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like, you understand, he was so nervous. He came out, we were, it was the day Charlie Barnett died. Oh, and we were over, wow. we were, yeah, and, and, and uh, David come in, we, Chappelle was there, and so was uh, Steinberg, and every, we were all sitting up in the balcony, it was this place, I think it was called like the Pyramid or something, something Sphinx or Pyramid, it wasn't Sphinx, it wasn't Tina Graham's room, but uh, Burr went on, and he was shaking in his shoes, because he was like, I have to, I have to do this, <laughs> he <laughs> felt it was going to change him, you know? Yeah, yeah, remember that, Sam? Huh? Hey, wouldn't you say that was like a renaissance time for, for comics? Like that was one of the best times of comedy at that period? I would, I would do anything for that time again. That time when we all hung out every night after night after night for 10 years at that cellar and everybody ragged on each other. You rag on a comic now, they start crying. They don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to say when you mentioned Patrice, and there's no crying here. I was like, that was not this year. Well, obviously, he's gone. He's gone. So I don't mean that. But I mean, like, now you would never. I mean, her feelings. Of ah! I'm going to go crazy with the freezing. Everyone's frozen. Is it us? Everyone's freezing. Yeah, I know. Right? Anybody else not frozen? Everyone's frozen. It's our internet. It's our internet. Oh, jeez. Ian! Ian! Is Ian around? It's my fault. Wait, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Sit down. New comic. That's hilarious. 
I mean, that really was uh, the way you, if you're going to be comedy, that's the world, right? It wasn't like, we're going to go to comedy school and, you know, hold your hand. And we're all, you know, back then it was. And nobody, no one, I mean, even if you were a female, whatever, they would crack on you. And if you, you, I mean, now you can cry wolf. I mean, now it's different. But there were some crybabies back then, Mo. I mean, Pam, no, it wasn't. It was Pam no used to babies. crack on Mike Epps and he used to cry. Right, if a guy has to play with himself in front of you on one of the gigs, yeah, you didn't cry. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> crazy. No, but it's just, well, it's, it's so funny. I mean, but we had such a great camaraderie. Because even if somebody was cracking on you and ripping you to shreds, you had someone that was like a big sister, like how I could go to you. I could go to Masavia. Like if, if something was if something was wrong, you guys were always good at smoothing out the drama, and you were never scared of anybody, you know, Carrie. No, and you know what? I loved helping the women up. Like I would always try to get women into places, and and oh, I I did because I felt like it was such a it wasn't balanced. And they were, these guys weren't letting a lot of women in that were really talented, you know? Like Tom and Genio, right? Are you still with Tom? Yeah, I'm still with Tom, but go for it. Um, <laughs> one girl on the show. Tom would only put one girl on the show? Like, in other words, he would book a lot of rooms out of, out of state, whatever, and it would mm. only be one girl. It would only be me, let's say, and then whoever. And so I used to pull stunts on him all the time. Like I love Tom and I go way back. Yeah, we I love know he loves you. So one night I bring, I say I'm bringing Dean Edwards to open for me. Right? We get up to Tuxedo Junction. It was a comedy club, and it's me and Cynthia Levin. So the guy goes, "Where's Dean Edwards?" I go, "There was a track fire." <laughs> Brooklyn. I go, luckily, Cynthia is available. And I grab <laughs> <laughs> The next day, I get the phone call, Caravis, I'm going to kill you. I go, what? I go, there was a track fire. Call Dean Edwards. I'm not lying. And But meanwhile, she'd kill, and the show was great. And the guy would be like, oh, my God, we got to have you guys back again. So it was like, you know, she got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, that, yeah. Carrie, I remember even too when I was down at Comedy Works and the only reason why I was there was because of you. And then I get there and it's a whole bunch of females that would never be considered. And then we get in the room and it was funny because everyone's like, how'd you get here? And every, it's like me and five females, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. <laughs> and then I come into the city again and this is just last year. And there's, it's all these female comics and, you're, and it's so, it's really, it, it's, um, and the best is, is that nobody, um, you're, you're just one step ahead of all the guys and you deliver. And so that's what the blessing is. Thank you. But uh, I just believe that like, okay, so it, I, I believe that whatever is meant for you, it will be meant for you. Mm -hmm. Can you understand that? Mm -hmm. So when I was out in LA, Carrie Louise was out in LA and I was going on an audition and I go, just come. And she goes, yeah, but I'm not on the, I'm not on the list. I go, oh, just come again. You just sign your name and read the script. We get there. This is the best story ever. The lady comes out with a clipboard. She goes, Carrie, and I, you know, whatever. She goes, all these comics, right? She's giving everybody these things for their shirts. And I'm like, 
all of a sudden, she goes up to Carrie Louise. She goes, well, who are you? <laughs> Carrie Louise, her face drops, and I jump in. I go, oh, we were on an audition earlier. She's a comic. I figured, that, you know, we were in the same class. She might as well come in. She should read for this, too. And she's like, great idea. How do you spell your name? And Carrie Louise looks at me. She goes, how the hell did you just do that? I go, you've got to be a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> So, Vinny, do you remember a comedian by the name of Vinny Favorito? No, I don't. I, I do remember that name. I do. I think so. Real Boston guy. And he goes to me, what are you, an idiot? Bringing competition to the <laughs> competition against yourself? And I go, no. I go, it's not. If I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Wow. Yeah. Just, that's a hard, I think that's hard. That's it's just, hard it's just always for great a comedian to be selfish. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it, it takes a oh, really secure comedian. Go on, Carrie. Yeah. I'll tell you one When I went out to L.A., there was this one girl. I loved her. I thought she was so funny. And I go to her. I see her in New York. And I go, what are you doing here? I go, I met you in L.A. back in whatever, 1980, whatever it was. Um, I can't remember her name now. I think she's like... Uh, Spanish or she could be I don't know you probably know her right because she's been in the business a long time I go I'm going to make a phone call for you I'm going to talk to Tom and Jen you'll see while you're out here if he can get you any work she goes why would you do it <laughs> <laughs> to be nice <laughs> I'm a fan of yours from back in the day and no one has ever done anything like no female has ever done i'm like really that's sad to me that's, that's real sad. though i think that's a real thing i think uh it's rare that's rare and um in the business it is rare you know yeah i've always been a kind person like that that's just a part of uh i mean you always just Kind of everything. Yeah, and did it didn't matter who they are. And Star, I was going to ask you: Have you ever regretted that? And I'm not, and I'm, I'm, ho I'm hoping and sure the answer. Oh, actually, I don't want to mislead you, but you ever go, I'm going to help this person, and then later go, Why did I do that? Um, look, I've never regretted helping. I still do. I still, even, you know, because I don't have the, I don't have the drive that I had back when I was you know 25 I don't really care anymore it's like I go up I make people up and I leave it's for me all right and I get my money but I, I, don't, I, don't, have drive. I don't have the drive for like oh I want to be um so there have been a couple of people that I've said wow how ungrateful but that's it but right. when you when you do you're not you know you're doing it because you want to do it you know what right. I mean? Carrie, I, I always remember you asked for money up front. I do remember that. Like before you do the spot, you're like, Mo, can you give me my money now? Smart <laughs> <laughs> woman, very smart. <laughs> but I want my money now, like, but why? Can I have it now? Because I, I want to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I want to bolt out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We had fun back then, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, it was complete. I, I was thinking about that. Me and Maya were talking about that a few times. It's just, it was, it, to me, it was one of the greatest periods in comedy, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You, you just did, um, you just recorded a special before the pandemic as well. Tell us about that. Well, you know what's really great? Every time something kind of opens up for me, a pandemic hits or the Twin Towers come down, <laughs> it's always been... So casual. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say, I'm not, I don't want to try to make it famous anymore because something worse is going to happen. It's going to be like World War Three or something. Um, I got a pilot in 2001, right? That's when September 11th happened, right? Yeah. I was flying back and forth to LA and the Trade Center came down. And then wow. everyone, was, everyone didn't know what to do. Oh, they're gonna dirty bomb the city. They're gonna poison our water. It was so bad. Wow. And then nothing happened. They were like, yeah, no, they passed on the deal. It's <laughs> 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 a great story. I lived in LA and I stayed, I crashed on the couch with Justin, uh, Justin McKinney. Justin McKinney, I remember Justin. Uh, and Joe Matarese, they had an apartment. So I was flying back and forth to do this pilot, right? So they had suicide charts on their refrigerator with their names on them. There was three of them, Kyle Dunnigan, Kyle Dunnigan's, Justin's, and Joe's. And I'm like, what the hell are these charts? They're like, oh, it's a suicide chart. I'm like, what do you mean? What? They're like, oh, that's me when I got my Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial. That's me almost killing my, like, it was like a guy jumping off a, a bridge. Like, you know what I mean? Like a thing. And every time they didn't get something, they would be almost dead, right? So Justin Justin got the pilot with, uh, what's that cop's name? Oh my God. They had a pilot, oh. but he, Darissa, Darissa, yes, Darissa. So they, so they, him and Darissa got a pilot, and that didn't happen. So he was almost on the suicide line. So whatever. A couple of days later, I get up and I see on the refrigerator that I have a suicide chart. I go, "You son of a bitch! You get a suicide chart. I have a pilot, you bastards, and you better not jinx me with this suicide." They're like, "No, it's just a suicide chart. It's fine. You're up here now. You're all the way up on the top because you got the pilot." And then it never got picked up. And, I, and then all of a sudden, my little character was back on the bottom, all the way on the bottom. I go, you bastards jinxed me. They go, no, no, that's where the trots are. Oh, <laughs> it was man. so accurate. But you... in comedy, who was, your, who was your, the person you looked up to the most? Was there any like a mentor or a person that you wanted to model yourself after as a female comic? Or as, as, a, a, um, as a male comic being female, do it because it's like men comic, you can look up yeah, to. Maya, female comic. Well, no, uh, no, 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 I was wondering if you, if you were like a Phyllis Diller fan or you were, you know, this, or Joan Rivers fan or, you know, or were you more like a George Carlin fan? And I love Joan Rivers when she did the, she bashed the crowds. I didn't like Joan Rivers when she was like, uh, uh, you know, when she was early Joan. I didn't, I, I wasn't yeah. a fan that kind of style she did, but but I went to see her live and I was blown away by how sharp and how, she was like a Don Rickles. I mean, she you couldn't say two words, like she would ask you a question and she would rip you to shreds. She was brilliant. Um, you know, who did I look up to? There were girls on Long Island that I liked, like Joan St. Ange, but she, she stopped doing comedy. Uh, she was one of the funniest, funniest women out here. And she just never, she just gave it up, you know? Um, 
I liked Ellen DeGeneres, early Ellen, her stand-up. I, I really liked her. There wasn't, you know, I, I, there weren't that many women to say back then that who did you like? There was a girl named Carrie Snow. Um, do you remember her? Anybody remember her? See, I, I feel like I know that name, Carrie Snow. It seems like she was in New York, right? She was a New York comic, right? She was in LA for a while, but right. she, it seems well, like I, she used to do, she was hilarious. And Kathleen Madigan was hilarious. So there was a bunch of women that I like. I, I did like a lot of guys. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. There were a lot of guys that, you know, <laughs> look at and go, wow, this guy is just brilliant. David who, was Hell, who was your favorite back then when you, when you were first starting? I loved to tell. I loved to tell. Oh. Attell took me on the road with him, and after a while, I'm like, I sound like Attell. I'm sorry. Perform with him anymore. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, Attell would have like three different punchlines from the same joke. I'd be like, How does this guy? He's just brilliant. Whatever. So in uh, so how do you see things in um in six months from now? What do you think is going to happen for comedy? You know, I'm hoping that uh, we're back to normal, but there there for some reason they keep saying this is the new normal, and I don't want to know that this is the new normal. This is to me, it's not mm. the new. Normal. The new normal would be going back to normal. Yeah. yeah. I keep hearing it's another year of this, which would still not be awesome. But it, it'll go back to normal. The good thing is it will go back to normal at some point. Look, sure. I forget to wear the mask and I'm always getting yelled at by people. I'm like, I forgot it in the car, lady. <laughs> I go, I'm 90 years old, you shouldn't be out. You're an endangered species. Go back in your house. I'll bring you the food to your house. Call up whatever it's called, uh, Instacart. Why are you out? I forget that mask all the time because I, I, I don't want to have a mask on. I just don't want to, you know. Yeah, how I don't are you guys deal in LA with this, the mask thing? I, I was wondering about I'm having the same, um, I forget my mask all the time, but Carrie has always had like the best. <laughs> lip <laughs> on that right now. No, but she's always had like phenomenal, like her makeup was always on point, like, you know, and which is hard. In comedy land, I almost feel like most of us have never been, like a most of the comedians, whether female or male, have really not a strong sense of, style clothing wise or beauty or beauty or makeup like i was always like a late bloomer but carrie's always had like her lipstick has been perfect her but, well, hold on. but i also went to joe blasco makeup center in la and i became a makeup artist so that's, that's what i was doing. yeah so i became a makeup artist for film and television and that's oh. why i became a comic because every night we hung out at the comedy store and i'm like i want to do this Wow. Wow, that's how you got started. That's interesting. 1985. Wow. What? 1985. You came out here just to be a makeup artist? <laughs> I was a makeup artist, yeah. I worked on, like, I did a lot of uh, commercials out in LA, and uh, I worked on The Howling, the movie, because I did horror makeup, too. So I won an award in my school. I was, like, one of the, they supposedly... Out of the 30 kids, I was one of the best ones. So I got a, a certificate wow. saying I, whatever. But uh, 
so that's what I was out there for. But then when I started hanging out at the comedy store, I'm like, I want to do this. Who was in the comedy store in 85? Sorry. Roseanne Barr, who was very wow, funny. Wow, that, that was crazy times, too. See that? Harry Stanley, God rest his soul. He was another funny guy. Arsenio Hall, who I made out with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk about a lizard tongue. No, that was, I'm going to tell you one thing about Arsenio. That was, that was a me too. That was a me too. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> that was a me too because I was standing by Mitzi and he knew that I wanted to get into the, well, I didn't want to get into the club because I wasn't really a comic. He grabbed my face and shoved his tongue down my throat in front of Mitzi and I was so embarrassed. And I never kissed a guy before in my life. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did you say you, you never what before? What? You say you never, I thought you said you never kissed a guy why are we freezing now? Oh, him before. Okay. I know, but you need to get better equipment when you have someone like me on the show. Oh my God. But we, right. This is the only this whole story. This is the only time that we've ever had a freeze. This is the only freeze we've ever had. That was a good story. This is like show 20. Gotta, okay, tell the story again. I'm gonna have to get an editor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our city, I said I made out with her. The people that were at the store at the time were like, Arsenio Hall, even like Richard Pryor would come down and jump on the main stage. Wow, that was like star-studded back then. I mean, that oh, must have been. Dice Dang. Clay, Andrew Dice Clay. Um, ah. Asparagus, a guy named Asparagus. Um, <laughs> Asparagus. Yeah, Bobcat Goldways. Wow. Uh, you guys are probably all like, you know, you were probably all like four years old. No. 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 Well, five. Well, I was. No. <laughs> I'm in LA. I got to come up with something to say. Oh my God, the internet. I cannot get over this internet. Is it the com? Is it's it the laugh factory? It's, it's, it's the laugh factory. Laugh factory. Ian. No. We're just gonna have to start. I don't know what we're gonna do. I want to get something clean. Hello. You lose Marcio did a week, did a week, Gary Shandling did a week. Like, it was amazing back then. Everybody was famous back then. Wow. Is that where Arsenio probably got his show from? Right. Right from Joan Rivers after. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Do you think he made out with her? <laughs> wow. I don't know what to do. So Robin probably thought. Bye. All the comedians were like, we're not going on. Of course not. Really? They didn't want to go on because he was a big thief and he stole uh, everybody's. That was, that was the word about that. It's a good story. Well, they're good stuff. He and then he went on. He went on TV.
They, <laughs> I'm upstairs. They're downstairs. Oh, she's back. You're back. Oh, you're frozen. You're frozen. This is miserable. Can we reschedule a time? I don't want to do this. This is a I'll, co I'll cover for them in the Laugh Factory space. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, you do guys you guys remember the time in New York? I'm kidding. I, don't know. I was trying to. I was trying to be my. Um, no, I'm. I'm concerned about this. This, These are. These are. By the way, I think. I think this may be truly a Zoom issue. Zoom had problems all day yesterday. Mm -hmm. They did. School. And and and. Oh, if I jump off, then I can't get it. Maya, you sound like you're trapped in like another dimension. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, now there's two there? of you. Okay. You're hello, back. Hello. Yeah, we see you now. The hello? problem is, is that this, okay. this is this is going to go on Laugh Factory's platform. So I I don't know if any of this. I'm like it's it's freezing so badly, and I'm not sure if I'm getting a clear. Mike, were you seeing a clear feed through all of this? I am for me, but for you guys, it was locking up left and right. Right. Yeah, it was. You're kind of better now. With my hair is better. Now. What, what happened? How did you turn around in five seconds and you look like Bridget Bardot? Yeah, he's like really nice. He looks really nice. I'm a makeup artist. Yeah. You gotta go. I'm gonna, next time I come, I'm staying with you. Next time I come, I, to, I, didn't I tell you you could? I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm coming back and I'm staying with you. This is crazy. Here's my new plan. Okay. I'm going to move to like the Carolinas and I'm going to open up a comedy club. Are you really? Mm-hmm. And the Carolinas have terrible comedy clubs now. They need you. There's one down there. There's that comedy cabana and they, for, sev for 700 bucks. You can go down there and they all show up with Confederate flags on their shirt. Yeah, no, not mine's not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your, what you're in for. <laughs> no, not, you're not going to try and steal the audience from the comedy cabana. <laughs> I am going to steal it. And I'm gonna pay my wait, wait, don't laugh. Don't laugh. You got to hear. So, no, I'm going to open up a comedy club that's going to be amazing for my comics. And I'm going to be chill. I'm not going to be doing jokes. I'm going to just work it like, you know, I'm going to have all my friends come stay for a week at a time from Thursday to Sunday. Comedy Thursday through Sunday. That sounds awesome. You know, you back, in the day, there, huh? back in the day, it was comedy was from uh, Tuesday to Sunday. Okay, so you well, consider moving there, huh? Is that is that a is that a idea, a plan? Or you want to get out of New York? That's a plan. I want to get out of New York. I can't stand the traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're actually going to Long Island, right? Well, you guys yeah. were telling us like last time, like uh, Mo and Pam were saying that rents are dropping in New York. Well, right? there's so many yeah. vacant apartments now. Well, because people are getting stabbed on every block. <laughs> Actually, that's what Mo said, too. Mo said there's a machete guy at his bus stop or at his, like, the subway or something, right? Mo? That's, that's why I'm practicing martial arts. He's got, a, he's got a guy with a machete who hangs out in front of his house in case he wants to go to the subway or something. I know. My brother. <laughs> Mike, you're right on. Hold on. Can't hit Karen Cook. Sorry, my, sorry. My brother had a restaurant on Christopher Street. Uh, and uh, that's like, Christopher Street is probably one of the safest streets you could be on. It's like every gay parade goes down, every Halloween yeah. parade goes down. Christopher Street is like, they beat a guy to death on Christopher Street. And the precinct is literally around the corner on 10th Street. Uh, wow. Uh, 
Uh, when was this? This is, is this recent? Like, yeah. Like uh, two weeks ago. Oh my uh, goodness. Yeah. So it, your brother's restaurant still there? The Caracas? No, no, no? We're at, we've been out for like four years now. Oh wow, okay. Uh, both places. You used to bring, you used to take me there after the club and be like, hey Mo, grab some oh, wings, they, man. Let me tell you, out. they had the best, the best chicken soup with the lemon in it. I, I've, I've, my standard for Greek food is because of Caravis. I literally, now I'm the biggest snob. People are like, you want a Greek? I'm like, you call this soup? What is this? I've, I, I'm such a snob because of you guys. So. Oh, I used to love eating there. That was oh, my mother's. Yeah, I used to bring all the comedians there all oh, night long. Yes. But um, the best was I would bartend there and comics would walk by and see me and they'd come in and go, oh, you work here? The relation, <laughs> it's the same name, like Caravis Place, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. no, but the weird part is I met the people, I said, I got the same last name, can I work for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, was it Greek? Is that what you're, are you, is that what the food is? What your brothers? Yeah. yeah. Great. Lucky and, you know, they were a in New York City. Oh, like, yeah, oh I, my, I feel, my brother made it look so easy. I'm like, you know what? I'll move to Long Island. I have a couple of kids. I'll still do comedy. I'll open up a couple of restaurants. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I'm like, my brother made it look so easy. And I couldn't do it. Then before you know it, I went from, I thought I was just going to clean the register out and go home. I went from that to being a grillman. <laughs> I'm on a grill 24-7 now. Wow. But I sold, them. I sold both of them. I'm done. It was How called Gyrolicious. Gyrolicious, yeah. I saw your video when you made the um, lemon potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the best. I love that. I mean, I haven't had I have to try it. I'm like, that mm. looks good. So good. I make good food. I mean, I can cook. Oh, I, I know you. I know you can. Why don't you do a cooking show, a comedy cooking show, Carrie? Um, you know, I could. I thought of it because I was I, I was doing my stupid tw Carrie twenty four seven on YouTube, and I would you know cook the food, and you know I did a lot of cursing. I'm like these motherfuckers every day need to eat. I'm like every day they're hungry. They're hungry. I, I cook a whole meal, and these little bastards don't want to eat my food you know like i so then i'm like maybe i'm too much for show. no i think you're oh, fabulous oh you that would be amazing we would love that i, I think that, that would be so watchable really it would listen i cooked after i jammed in there <laughs> and i forgot to take the pad off the bottom uh. you know that pad they put on it's disgusting yep. I cooked chicken diaper. The diaper. I cooked the diaper with the chicken. It was hilarious. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to take this thing off. Was it crunchy? The kids ate it. Oh, they, still, they still fed it. The kids ate it. They didn't even notice. Carrie, how old are your kids now? I have a 14 and a 15 year old. I was, wow. I was old. Wow. I was old when I had them. Awesome. 14 and 15, one after the next, not even a year in between. Here's the thing. <laughs> I had a comedy career that I thought was going to take off. So I waited. <laughs> and at 40, I was like, I got to pop it out. 
I had one egg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I finally, you know, I met my husband. I was like, you know, we're dating about three months. I said, I, I want to have a kid. Like, and he goes, I want to have kids. I go, no, wait, what? Now, now. I added he pressure, was, huh? I was like, can I finish? Can I finish my salad? I'm like, what? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Is that the same guy who walked in the restaurant? He's like, do you own this? Like, how's your name connected? <laughs> no, you know, he, no, he wasn't involved in comedy. He wasn't an actor. He was just a regular, you know, guy. Which is great, yeah. And had a pension I need. Oh, wow. <laughs> need insurance. Health right? insurance. <laughs> All types of plans, 401k plan, insurance plan, health plan. Yeah, he's got it all going on. I wouldn't be here if he did it. <laughs> Comedians have none of that. We have no backup. We have no backup. You got to meet a guy with some backup. How important is that with, with as you, you know, when you're in your, in your 20, you don't care, but a guy who's like, you know, got it together. How important is that? I, look, I like, never... I mean, I never cared about money in people. I just never did. I, I never looked at a person for their money. I always looked at a person for their soul, their personality, whatever, their looks, whatever, the size of their hands, you know. But I never, <laughs> which was a huge mistake. Because now, no, like comedians don't have, we don't, we're, we're done. If we don't make it, we're done. Look at some of these guys that have been doing comedy they have not now they're like 60 and 70 and whatever they're like still doing comedy it's exhausting i'll say have a this but the but but as a, as a female comic like mike was saying is that high on the totem pole to have it together at this point um we're living in hollywood so it's like is he straight that's like <laughs> Great. <laughs> so that's like, that's a deal. Does he have all of his teeth? It's kind of like the whatever the bar is is real low right now. You know? In, in Ohio, in Ohio, you have to say things like, "Does he brush his teeth and bathe every day? <laughs> yeah, is he clean? <laughs> yeah, their money there. might be straight, but you really need to really check on that hygiene. Right. That's a big compliment. You're <laughs> clean. You don't stink. <laughs> If I was single at this point, I would stay single. Yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. If I, my husband decided to, like, leave me, which I don't know why he would, but um, <laughs> I, would, I, would, uh, I would completely stay. I'd be like, no, no, shop's closed, store's closed. It seems like, it seems like women can make that choice. Yeah. It seems like women often it's can true. make that choice. Why is that? Because it's like Macy's. When it's over, it's over. <laughs> I clothes for everybody now. But you know what? It's a choice. Like my mom did that. She for like at one point, I think she was just maybe late 50s, 60s, was like, I'm done dating. And she had guys asking her out, but never interested. Never like, no. No, I'm done with that. No, and and tried a few times. It's a too much work. I can't be bothered. And I was amazed because I don't think guys can ever do that. Oh, I've never heard of a guy oh, no way. ever doing that. Men are like babies. It's like you got to take care of them. You got to cook for them. You got to clean for them. 
Like they can't do their own laundry. It's like, come on, I'm gonna babysit again. I'm yeah. some kids. I gotta have another guy in and I babysit him, and I gotta make out with him. I'm gonna make out with his dentures. Seriously. <laughs> Not with anybody anymore. My husband asked me to make out the other day. I looked at him like he had five heads. I'm like, you haven't brushed your teeth since COVID started. (laughs) So, you know, it's not happening again. What does your husband do? What does he do? He's a railroad guy. He works for the railroad. Oh, so that yeah, no, no, no brushing teeth on that job. It's not. It's not a prerequisite. Yeah, yeah. They all look like they don't brush their teeth. You know? <laughs> That's a little That's a big problem. She's telling a secret that I didn't think would ever come out. That is a big problem. But they have a good dental plan. Let me tell you that. That's much. the. That's the irony. They have yeah. A great dental plan. The no. Best. <laughs> I've never been shy of, I always say it. I, I'll say whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but, I know, you know, Terry. I know that about you. <laughs> I know that about you. I remember back in the day, all the guy comics wanted to have a piece of Carrie. <laughs> yeah. They wanted a piece of Carrie. So, so sweet. You don't know. I mean, look, if you, if you were single, maybe you would date a guy 20 years younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But there's no dentures then. There's no dentures, but you still got to. I want to have sex all the time. I can't, please. It's bad enough I'm going through menopause. I can't sleep at night. I got to got this guy poking me. Get off. TV <laughs> <laughs> and try to sleep. <laughs> That's why I, I have to encourage all the young girls and all the young guys, have as much sex as you can in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Because after when you're in your 50s, it's tired. It's tired time. It's sleepy time. Sleepy, uh, sleepy time. Mm. Right? <laughs> you go to bed, you go to sleep, Mo. <laughs> mm, I got a little time left, I tell you. <laughs> Listen, Mike, it's coming. I know. <laughs> I know. Not for guys, though. I'm sorry. It's, it just doesn't well, work. Listen, my father had my sister at 70, okay? <laughs> so it doesn't stop for men. My father, is a, my father was a preacher and he was a horn dog, okay? Up until he was 70. So I, it just doesn't stop for men. But women, that's a different story. No, but you guys get like weird and emotional the older you get. And it's like a weird emotional thing. Yeah. That suddenly you have yeah. and you wake up and you're like, oh, what are these things? And it's emotions. And then you have to. Yeah. This midlife crisis, right? That sounds Mike, like a lot. Mike, do you feel trapped on the show right now? <laughs> like trapped I got on the your show? back, guys. You notice I haven't said a word. <laughs> I'm feeling ganged up on, Mike. A little bit, but I will say Heather's story sounds like experience. She's talking from like, and then he wakes up and he's like, "I love you," and and then he and then he, you know, it's very specific. <laughs> I love you. I hate you. Now you want to talk about everything? Yeah, she's right. 
Oh She's boy. Before. And then it's so, such a yeah. roller coaster of emotions. Oh you don't know how to Carrie, do it. what have these you started, Carrie? These are not oh, cool guys. Right? <laughs> and then when you're used to dealing with a guy that has never really showed his emotions and you try not to be emotional, then they're emotional and you just go, you don't even know what to say. Because if you show emotions, it might trigger them like they used to. And then if you don't show emotions, <laughs> then they're insecure because you show no reaction. So, uh, you know, my. Oh, the, my the, Lord. Well, you opened up some worms here, buddy. Wow. We show a bunch of emotions, and he finally show the emotions, just go, uh-huh. <laughs> and then he'd be like, well, that's how you feel. I'm out of here. And I'm like, Heather, what I said, you didn't say you love you back? I'm like, I didn't want to freak him out. He, was, he seemed to get issues. He had attachment issues. So I just sat there Oh, like, my God. <laughs> it's like a therapy session now, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this just set Heather and Maya off. That's a whole, that's a whole show in itself. A total change. <laughs> Let me tell you. Carrie, yeah, this is what you started. <laughs> no, Carrie, you're right. <laughs> Mike said to me, Mike said to me two days ago, you think me and Mo can like do a separate thing as our show, like the guy talk where we could talk about our lives and emotions? Exactly. <laughs> if this was 20 years ago, the two of them would be like, yeah, 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 we're done with the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> no, they're like, we, <laughs> we want to share our other. So go for it. <laughs> yeah, let's, I'd love to hear some feelings, yeah, Mike and Masami. Yeah. I just want to wear my boxers, that's all. I know we're so sensitive now. We're so, oh well, we God. have to be. I mean, wow. now, now in our world, you, if anything too, you know, stoic or whatever is seen as not positive it's tough you don't know what to do because well, no one wants a whiny accused. guy Wait, no I, one wants a whiny guy Carrie, Carrie. Do not like, women do not like wimps i don't like so yeah, exactly right mike I, totally you can't win i don't want to wimp and then if you're like then i'm tough well now you don't share you can be now you but me okay i see what you're saying <laughs> i'll tell you when mo and i talk just the two of us we're mostly crying it's a lot of tears oh I don't want to be there. No, 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 that's not true. That's not true. Tito, give me some tissue. Yes. Oh, that, hey. Too many comments. Everybody worked up, Carrie. What did you say? Everyone's responding. As long as you're not crying in front of me, I want a man to be a man. I can't cry in front of you. You're on the subway and somebody says, bitch, move over. I want him to stand up. You just said, call her bitch. Yeah. What if he instead the guy says, with the machete? Yeah, yes. the guy, the guy with machete. I would not <laughs> yeah, say what sure. you say. Then I would be like, "Why well, she can be a little." We want men to be women in this country now. All of a sudden, I don't, I, I don't get that. I think they're putting something in the plastic bottles of water that we drink, and then the, the BPA or something in it makes boys more more feminine. It, 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 it's, this is a fact. This is I'm not thinking about. I read that some plastic has some chemical that. Uh, it, it's like estrogen in a bowl. So like plastic estrogen is in drink is in the water. Google it. 
Okay. Oh, I, I will. Oh, okay. Estrogen, hormone-like. Okay. Well, you're right. <laughs> it does. It says most chemicals these hormone-like chemicals. There you go. Time you go to Starbucks, the kid behind the counter sounds gay, but he's not gay. He's been drinking plastic water bottles. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, by the estrogen-like chemical. The estrogen. <laughs> I, I drink that? my water out of a flask, Carrie. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Man, Mo, you're a man. Yeah. A manly man. A manly man, yeah. Manly man. <laughs> the stoic man. That's Mo. That's right. One thing I always remember, Carrie, though, I, and I and I hate bringing him up. My son, he always loved you, and he had a crush on you. Yeah, he had a crush on you. He would, uh, he just loved Carrie. Yeah. I loved watching him. You would, you'd be like, can you watch him? Like, yes. I used to buy him. He was the cutest man ever. Yeah, and he he loved you. I, I just have pictures of some pictures I found the other day of you and uh and it was I think you watched him. I did some I had to do something and I left him with you. And he just had the best time. And I remember that. Yeah. What a voice. He that broke my heart. That broke my heart. Yeah. And you remember that time we took him to uh dinner and He's make he's calm and everything, and you go okay. He'll have a soda, and I'm like, man, she want to give him soda, all that sugar, and you're like, no, he's fine. He drank the soda, and in ten minutes, he was <laughs> all over the restaurant. I go, I told you not to give him. He immediately went crazy. <laughs> We're like, come sit down, little. He was so cute. He was so yeah, cute. I would just remember that, I, and I saw some. I had some pictures. I had that's I, that's why I thought of you too. I was thinking about you. Just you were just such a uh, just a sweetheart, and I, I just always had a good time with you. Like when you were around, it's just always good. Always. Listen, I always had a great time with all of you guys. I mean, yeah. you guys were all the best. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maya, I love hanging out with you whenever we hang out together. Yeah. Uh, we always had a great time. It was just yeah. a different. Like I don't feel the I don't feel the same feeling that comedians today have for each other like we had. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like I've always felt so protected when you're around, and that's such a great feeling because in the circle, it's it's always so it's so intense when you walk in, especially these guys. The environment's all guys, and you just handled it, and you handled it with humor. You didn't like some some female comics would go in and get offended. You never got offended, no matter how, even if, they, no matter how out of line they would say something or do something, you just had a sense of humor about all of it. And you'd go right back at them and all, and put, put everybody on their yeah. heels where they're like, now what do I say? But they never <laughs> felt like um, that you were trying to hurt them in any way. Um, they always, it was just really, you're just really unique like that. We all had like it was all, like we we're creatures of a from a different planet. Comedians like we were nocturnal. We were out all night. It was a family, so it was like if 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 Godfrey or Russman Eve or any of those guys would say something dumb to me, you can't. None of it. I never took any of it seriously because you can't in life. You can't take anything seriously. You know what I mean? Unless. I'm wrong here. Like, unless it's your mother or father telling you something really bad. Yeah, yeah. No one else really matters. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I never took anything with people. You know, and that's why to me, 
when I see comics today, I'm like, wow, they are so, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not much camaraderie, and I think everyone's um, looking for uh, ways, especially with the male-female dynamic. Um, like, see, because I like you're one of the f- few, really the few female uh, comedians that I just looked at as a comedian. I didn't, I never thought of as 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 a as a, a female comic. You're just a comedian, you know. So, can anybody hear me? Again, I'm frozen. We're off every three words. But Mike's working. Is it? Is, are you, did you check online? Are you looking online? Yeah, well, well, I mean, we're not on because we're frozen again. But um, it's saying it's still streaming, so I think it's still. I think I don't know if they're rolling. And you always, you always starving, and the crowd just went, <laughs> right? And I look at the crowd, and he starts laughing, right? And I go, it's okay. He's fat. I'm fat. We both know it. No. No secret here. And then they were like, they didn't know whether to laugh or not. And he was laughing. It was just. It's funny. I, I, you don't even need him here. It's funny. I know. I know. I know. You know, it, yeah. It, it gets to a lot of. Oh, you guys are back, by the way. You look. Oh, now we can't. No. Nope. No. Nope. Hello. <laughs> I feel like Zoom is punking you guys. They're like, Yo, someone's pressing on. buttons. You don't have to do a lot of editing here. Huh? I'm not cutting it. You guys, it's actually fine. It looks like it's fine online. It's still online. You guys are fine. You just take over the interview whenever we're out. Just keep going. Okay. Well, I hear you now. I hear you now. Yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Well, as soon as I start a sentence, it'll be like, (laughs) just keep going. Yeah, because the political, so I, I think it's great that you're not fearful of that. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I do think you can just pretty much say anything like you know Uh, that was never my thing. Right. That was more Lisa right. Lampanelli. She would always go to the edge. You know, I I, I got a great story. Lisa Lampanelli, nobody liked her back in the day, right? Um, not that nobody liked her, but she, no, she didn't really get work in clubs. And I'll never forget it. I was do. We were going to. Um, we were flying to uh, Washington to do Jonathan Winters. They picked like, I don't know, 10 comedians from the cellar. I was one of them to go to honor Jonathan Winters. So I'm in, I go to Lisa, don't worry, I'll get you into the cellar. She was killing rooms everywhere. So I go to Esty, I was, remember those two girls, Masavia? One of them, uh, they were two girls from like either Comedy Central or something. They were always hanging around. Uh, What were their names? were Were they casting or? Yeah, they were like casting girls. Uh, like now, I think Naomi, she was a 
she did casting for uh, Comedy Central, uh, but I think I know you. One of the white David Tell. Uh, what was her name? God, I can't remember anything. Um. Anyway, so we're on a plane, and and you know Lisa's very edgy. You know, once you go chink, your laundry don't stink. Yeah, she, she wouldn't. She, she, she would go hard. You wouldn't get away with that today. I know. But, no. Well, neither would uh. You know, there's a lot of comics that couldn't get away with what they did back then. But so we're on the airplane. I go to Estee. Listen, you know, Lisa Lampanelli's doing very well. I go, you got to bring her. And these two girls jump in and they go, she's horrible. She's racist. She's this. She's that. They went off on her in the, on, on the airplane. I was sitting next to Estee. I go, Estee, just watch her. I go, give her the audition. And if you don't like her, don't use her. Don't listen to what they're saying. And the girls were like, she is racist. They go, all right, listen, girls, calm down. They were very yuppie. They were two girls from either Comedy Central or one of those channels, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I, they were always around. Yes. They were always one around. Had short blonde hair. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. so Esty gives her the audition. She got into the uh, cellar. Hmm. No, she was she was killing back then, but now she she could not possibly do that. She could not possibly. I never went that. that. I never went that far. Like I never, I never brought race or I never did any jokes like that. You know, it was the shock yeah. value of it back then too. It was like, wow, she really saying this right now? You know, yeah. and I think Sarah Silverman too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Yeah, she changed she, it up. she's apologized. It sounds like for a lot of that, she's she's really tried to say I've learned and I've re and you know like I think if stuff's hurtful, I mean it's 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 weird because you don't want to police speech, right? But you know I now you're like the fact that you know if you're saying something that's like truly hurtful, and I mean who's to decide that what's hurtful to one person is not to someone else, but I think I don't know. It's a it's such a tough topic because I've I've always kept my comedy personal and not attack a group or, or mm -hmm. anything. I've always kept it personal and I've never attacked an audience member. Like, wait, what are you, oh, look at what you're wearing. Like, I never did that because I've, I'm like, they paid to get in to see, why am I right. badger? Why do right, comics right. badger these people? Right, well, except for that one fat fuck in the front row. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to do it. <laughs> no, no, he was in a badger. I was like, you know what I'm saying? You always fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very <laughs> you included them in. <laughs> yeah, you brought them in. But yeah, no, it, it's not observational, like just cr like mean shit, like right, maybe. like old nice hair or whatever, ugly shirt or you know what I mean. Like I've always like you're included in. You're part of my group, you know. But never to never to insult you, like mm -hmm. in a way, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mean-spirited, that's... No, no, yeah, never. I, I, I never felt that way about your comedy, ever. Never, I mean, ever. No, ever, never. Right, and and that's the nuance, right? It's sort of like, you can say, don't say this, don't say that, but there's so much more context to it. I think there's a lot of it... Who says it, how might, you say it. I think a lot of it has to do with what's in someone's heart. And right. you can kind of read if someone does, like, if they really care. I mean, I, I have right. a a friend that I know that would be like, that guy's your boyfriend. And meanwhile, like I look over and it's a guy who's homeless and really struggling. And I'm, I'm like, I don't understand why that's funny to you. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I, would, I don't know why you'd think that, you know, I was always the person that no one wanted to date and couldn't get a prom date and stuff like I. So like, I've always, I've never thought that. Um, and I think that there is a sense like, okay, when I, when I first started uh, Black Comedy Rooms, uh, Rich Voss came in and Rich went on stage and he, I'll never forget because I, I was getting hammered in, in, in those rooms that were like the Deaf Comedy Jam rooms. And Rich Voss went on stage and said, Jews, we're so fucking superior. <laughs> and the room <laughs> fell on the floor laughing because Voss, he could say things and you still felt loved. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a very, I mean, like last night I did, I spoke here at a, um, a Black Lives Matter rally and it was funny because somebody came over and said, oh, this person was offended by such and such you said. And I was like, well, what was it that I said? And, and then when they pointed who was kind of offended, it was another person who was a female comic that was going on behind me and, and she didn't know me. So, but then everybody else came over and was like, oh, that one line that you said was so powerful. You need to put that in your act. And so sometimes you can look at what, where the person's measuring. But I think the key is, is that, you know, it's hard to do what we do. You can't judge someone off of one set. You know, like Pam, sometimes I go I think it's commitment, Maya, too. I think it's also, like for me, I have to believe in what you're saying. No, for for me, I I, I have the problem all the time. You can just go on my dry bar thread. There's a whole bunch of people going, oh, she's funny. There's a whole bunch of people saying, oh, she's racist. And that's the white people who are saying she's racist. And then there's black folks saying, She's just pretending to be black. She's not really black. And then there's these arguments of what I am through the thread of people going back and forth. And, you know, it's like, and, and every time this has happened to me for the past, since I started comedy, like I talked to Pam and she's like, well, they don't know what's in your heart. So like, I know you. So it's one thing to have one set where somebody reads something wrong because they're measuring right. what you're trying to present in three minutes or 10 minutes for comedy. It's another thing to build set after set after set after set. And that becomes your brand. Because sometimes you'll go in a room and somebody will be off and you have to snap and you'll, the only way to control the room is to say something just vicious yeah. um, to try to shut them down. Shut the drunk girl up, call her a fat whore. But, but yeah, but they also, right, you're right. They don't know, they don't know. They've never walked in your shoes. They don't know your right. life, what exactly. your pain is. Yeah. But uh, like, guy, you remember, you remember Chris, um, he had his own TV show for a while. Uh, Chris, anyway, he, I can't remember shit. <laughs> Chris Titus. Chris Titus. Yes. <laughs> Chris Titus went, is on stage one night at Caroline's and he's going on, right? And he's talking about how his mother blew her brains out and in the kitchen and it was so funny like he had you crying this whole time on stage right he gets off stage we're in the green room i go holy shit that stuff is so funny how do you come up with this shit he goes that's all true it's all that whole bit was true story my mother blew her brains out in our kitchen while we were all in the um den or whatever and all eight of us went in and saw my mother like bleeding out in the kitchen. So wow, he took his pain and somebody else could say, look at this guy making fun of suicide and not know that that was his mother. Right. Somebody could take it wrong and say, oh, why is he making fun of that? But that was, that's a real story for him. Right. Talking, talking to Titus. That was a coping mechanism. Well, talking to Titus and, and he liked to pick the heavier elements. Um, like he would talk about his father's heart attack and like he literally took the heaviest elements. 
but it's it, he was always he's always such an interesting study I remember even talking to Phyllis Diller and Phyllis Diller was talking about how deep he would go with his material and it was all truthful but he would say like there are days where you know a long time where that stuff doesn't work so you know you you have to be able to uh, just carry through and find the things that that keep going and you're going to find people that that you do offend but I think if the core, like Carrie's saying, you're talking about your life, you're talking about your family. You know, last night I talked a lot about my mother. You're talking about reality of things as opposed to um, you pick, instead of isolating a group or making a, uh, like, I'm gonna grab your stereotype that has been like the pain that you've been through. And, you know what I mean? So this, so I think, I think even if, if it's like Lisa coming back, you know, you have to, you have to go into who you, who you are. I mean, I, I do think that there's a, there's a market for that. I mean, this like there's still uh, like this depends on what part of the country um, you're into. If you want to do certain types of things, some people are gonna, you know, it's also your type of humor. I mean, like your Dice Clay, you know, he had he had a very specific uh, type of humor that would it fly today, maybe not, you know. But you know, it's you pick your brand and and uh, if it works, it worked so back then. Yeah, there are some comics that are pushing back and saying, I don't care. Like online, they're like, come after me all you want. I'm going to say what I want. And sometimes it works. And sometimes they're just being cruel to be cruel and saying it to say it and shock. And because sometimes I'm like, oh, I appreciate someone sort of standing up to what we're all about, like socially now. And, you know, they're trying to be truthful and honest. But then other times you just feel it's just sort of like, you know, a it's hard. Like, I'm really, I'm a sensitive person myself. Like um, somebody told me yesterday to go back on my dry bar and, you know, comment back to people making comments. And I was like, uh, I read a few of them and I was like, people are literally debating like my, <laughs> my family, like they're debating my family and like my existence and my identity. And they're like in a whole, and you know, and, and so I started writing back and I was like, is this really good for me? This, this is really hard. No, that no. is not good for you because you have to be able to detach from fake people. Those people aren't in your life. They don't even exist. So they could say I have a fat ass all they want. I don't care. You cannot care about any right. of it. Right, yeah. exactly. They're coming, in, you're, they're coming into your world. You're not going into yep. theirs. Exactly. That's very cool. Well, thank you. It's very powerful. You can't be you can't be worried about what some troll on the internet's gonna say about you. (laughs) Yeah. That's all they do is troll. Yeah. Yeah. Well I had a guy call me, I don't it was so vile. Uh, because I did Kevin Brennan's podcast and I, I wrote back, Thank you so much. That was sweet. And that was it. And what? Patty goes, this is with fucking freak. Trailer. Some Arkansas playing with himself. Thanks. Yep. I go, thank you so much. It was so yep. sweet. You settled down with kindness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't really, I mean, you don't know, but you, it's, I'm sure they don't even mean it in the sense of they make a comment, they forgot about it, and they've moved on with their lives. They're not in bed thinking about it. They just made some crass Couple comment. people I wrote back to, and they were like, I'm so surprised you took the time out to write. Oh, and then became a dialogue. But I was like, that few minutes that went in, I was like, Whew. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I don't it's think it's worth it. They're probably like 16 or 17 years old. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like in Russia, somewhere in Russia. Who knows? Hey, well, it's been a wonderful show. And um, I enjoyed every minute with you, Carrie. I, had, yeah. I wish we had a better, you know, connection. Well, you know yeah. what? what? We know what we might do is we may do another one in a couple of weeks. If you would you mind coming back on again? I would love to. Oh, we'd love to have you. And then we'll just, right, we're, we're uh, you know, I think between your storms and then we've been, they've been doing a lot of events here um, at Laugh Factory. So I don't know if that's some of the things that need to be like rebooted and stuff, but I would love to just come back and do, and do more with you as well. Cause you're just, you're just a, uh, like, I, I, when you're saying, oh, I'm just going to own a club. I'm like, oh, but comedy really needs you. <laughs> we need you out there. So. You know what it is? When I get something in my head, it's like, so I, I, I'm going to do it because I want to do it. If I do it on Long Island, it makes no sense. There's too many clubs on Long Island. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to take it to the Carolinas. I'm going to open up a nice big club. I'll put some, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be really wow. cool. Yeah, be but you'll all, you'll all be invited. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We'll be well, I love you. We'll I love you so much. And you're been such a blessing all the time. And thank you so much for your time. And I apologize for the freezing. Love you guys yeah. so much. And you look amazing. <laughs> you freaking look amazing. And you're three years older than me. And you look <laughs> <laughs> You don't drop the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> But let's all let's all not lie. She doesn't age. Yeah. Maya, Maya looks, looks the same as she did when I met her 20 years, 30 years ago. She yeah. looks the same. <laughs> they think I'm new out here. I've been lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were only nine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 14. Come on, Maya. No, what was funny? What was funny was uh, so I was I went and I saw uh, Bill Burr. I was, I was I sat in the front. Like somebody put me in the front. It was the only seat empty. Was one seat in the front. So Bill comes off. He's like, "Damn it! I, I thought it was you." And I was gonna say something. And I was like, "No, nah, that's Maya. Twenty years ago." <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, but you know, and I said, "You know what? I told you I was black twenty years ago. Nobody believed me. Now they're all shocked when they see me. They're like, hey, you know, you didn't age. I'm like, yeah, black don't crack. Black don't crack." <laughs> No matter what shade of black, right, Maya? <laughs> well, I, I love you, and I, I can't wait to talk to you again. And um, I hope this all blows over soon so that um, I, my car is out there. So I got to come back and get my car. I'm, I'll I'm, definitely, I'm gonna come through Long Island because I'm gonna go to Tom's because they feed me. So come, why don't you come? Can you come quarantine over with outdoor backyard uh, Italian food or something? I, 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 don't, I don't care about the quarantine anymore. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's well. Tom's wife had the corona, no symptoms, so she's got the antibodies. So they're the healthy ones. So just shedding the virus on us. Yeah. No. Now look. So I'm coming. I'll 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 probably be out there in a couple of weeks. We were just talking. We're gonna be out there a couple of weeks, and then um, we'll come out there and I uh, hope to get together. Can you text me when you're out here? Absolutely. Mo, where are you? Is Mo? Well, maybe we can meet up with Mo too. I'm, I'm, I'm in New York. I'm I'm in Manhattan. Of course, I'll you can scoop meet up you with on me. the way over. Mo, we're definitely gonna meet with you. Yes, of course. We'll all go to we'll go to the city. Of course, city. I have to see you. Let's okay. go to the city. We'll get stabbed together. Oh, <laughs> go to go to Mo's subway station. Right. Oh man, machete guy. 
There's a machete guy there all the time. The hey, I've been working out for this guy. Mind. I've been waiting. For this yeah, guy. You're I've ready. Been, I've been training for this you're not, guy every you're not gonna, day. <laughs> I get up and train. Okay, one thing to Felicia. I used to wear my hair like that all the time. <laughs> she did. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. It was a little longer. Well, well, I'm we going look to rock it. <laughs> yeah, she looks. She's adorable. All right, thank you so yeah. much. And thank uh, you. Right. I love you, and we'll have you back in a few weeks with better connection. And be careful. All right. You better call <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.